Hello and welcome to the Matt Belair podcast. As an explorer of the mind and world, author and coach, I have spent a lifetime learning how to push my limits and achieve my highest potential. My mission is to bring you the most inspiring, conscious, and empowering teachers, leaders, and thinkers on the planet. To bring you stories, lessons, and messages that will help you master your mind, body, and spirit. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. What's up, podcast family? Kick-ass human being. It's so great to be with you again. I hope that you're here and now is amazing. Blasting you a huge hug to to start things off before we get into part two with Jason Taffler. Uh, If you listen to part one, you know it's going to be awesome, more awesomeness. Um, We talk about in this one, we go into meditation to assist with trauma and addiction, the top two things to reduce reduce health risk. Um, A couple great book references. We talk about um, why you can accomplish more with self-care. Some amazing science and studies on the benefits of mindfulness. Um, Focus on the effort, not the result, and a bunch of other stuff. So this part two is still action-packed. It's an amazing episode. I want to thank you guys who have been supporting me. Um, If you like the podcast take an action and support the podcast for as little as a buck a month on patreon i want to thank christopher prouty so much for for taking an action and supporting the show even if one percent chip in a buck that's massive and that hooks it up it helps a lot um you can also leave a review i want to thank dakota boys who left this hilarious one that just says uh ear porn the podcast is amazing i must listen to bro you're nothing less than amazing keep up the awesome work so thank you so much for taking the time to do that shares and reviews help also the most important thing that you can do is just do one act of kindness today don't tell anybody just do the act of kindness um and that's it so thank you guys so much who are supporting the show and listening and and being good great uh pieces and uh contributors to their community wherever you are in the world Uh, for those of you guys who want some coaching and you really want to level up you want to identify you know what a fulfilling life is for you you want strategies to get there and overcome limiting beliefs and blocks and all that kind of stuff or you'd want just a 90 minute super powered one-on-one uh, session on consciousness spirituality uh, dreaming uh, whatever you've heard on the podcast we can dive deep on whatever or you're a business person ceo and you really want to level up but you want to do it from a powerful state of balanced in- integration uh, hit me up at mattbelair.com forward slash coaching and i am happy to hook you up i have two spots available right now um, and even when i don't have those spots open i always figure out a way to hook you up so um, if you're curious just sh- fill out the coaching form. Um, thank you so much to my sponsor, Sync Tuition. Um, if you go to bit.ly forward slash gamma waves, uh, you will get three free state-of-the-art binaural beat tracks that are uh, brainwave and treatment. And also Purium, if you go to bit.ly forward slash Purium, you're going to get a $50 gift card to use on all their premium health products. They're both amazing. Um, I vouch for both of them. They're truly awesome stuff and basically get free stuff. So there you go. Uh, sign up for the email list at mattbelair.com. If you haven't read Zen Athlete yet, um, definitely get that. It is a guide to self-mastery. It is life mastery. It's not just about sport. Just take away uh, athlete and just say life. Um, really the tools to self-mastery. And if you're a coach, I'm happy to. Uh, firefighters. Um, I have a police officer now testing it out. Um, So I want to get into firefighters, into 
um, rescue services because it teaches you how to function in high stress environments, but it also teaches you again, like that balanced lifestyle to master your mindset. So you work in control of your body and your, and your mind and you create your reality. And that's really what it teaches. So uh, if you haven't read it yet, definitely read it, gift it to a friend. Um, and I think that's it. Uh, acts of kindness, uh, Patreon is uh, patreon.com forward slash Matt Belair. Somebody was saying, I forget to do that, but I just assume you'll Google my name, but I'm supposed to put the links in. Um, so that's it. Um, so before we get into it, let's get into a state of powerful coherence and appreciation and gratitude and connect to the miracle of life. So what we need to do is just stop whatever we're doing, set the intention to come into peace and coherence, take in a deep breath in through your nose, imagining golden, powerful, divine light coming down from the universe and pulsing through every cell and every muscle and every fiber of your being as the energy from the earth comes up through your feet, connecting you to the earth, earth and spirit merging in the center of your heart. As you let that breath out slowly with all the cares and all the worries of the day, just letting all the mental chatter go, taking in another deep breath in through your nose and really connecting to your divine nature, just for your appreciation for being alive. Just give your hands a squeeze. Just get into your body. Just be grateful for your eyesight, for the ability to move around, for the ability to hear, for the ability to see, for the ability to taste, touch, for your friends, for your family. Just get into the... Uh, joy and peace and gratitude for life just let that breath out slowly with all the cares and all the worries of the day take in one more deep breath in through your nose and this time just double the feeling of appreciation love and gratitude and realize that you are a creator being that if you were to dedicate an hour a day for 10 years towards anything that you would accomplish whatever that is you can create your reality you are doing it every single day either by default or on purpose remember that you're a powerful creator being that you're here to have fun to enjoy, to experience, and to see what you're made of, and you are made of star stuff. You're a cosmic being. You're infinitely powerful. So thank you so much for listening. I know you're going to enjoy part two with the man, Jason Taffler. Agitated. Okay, why am I feeling agitated? Is it them or is it really me? Are they mirroring something in me? And is it a judgment or a belief that I have that they should be a certain way? which kind of goes against, you know, acceptance and, and compassion. So that's how I've tried to do it. Awesome, man. I think that's, it's simple and really, really valuable because on the flip side of that is we have a feeling and even boredom, you know, or, or, or doubt or criticism or whatever. And what we do is we distract ourselves through different yes. means. And sometimes yes. it's smoking, sometimes it's eating, sometimes it's, uh, social media, probably for a lot of people, it's social media. Um, and, and, and some are more destructive. And what we're yeah. doing is just flipping the lens, having a look and a, and a dialogue with ourselves to see where it's coming from. This, you know, they'll sometimes call it shadow work, right? It's this uncomfortable feeling. It's not yeah. that it shouldn't exist and it's all fairies and rainbows. It's, it's the ability to look at that and just have a peek at it. You know, what it, where does this come from? And then that shining the light allows you to transform it and get that information that's needed and so uh very simple very powerful process so i appreciate you sharing that Um, yeah and i and i did just look i did have a lot of good support from therapists and coach and coaches and um very helpful and just one quick point on the the whole trauma piece or the um the avoidance i mean i think i've we've, we've read a lot and talked to a lot of practitioners around trauma and addiction and there's some great books I've read, like uh, How the Body Keeps the Score by Dr. Bessel, I think Vanderfolk. But, um, you know, we've been 
actually surprised by how powerful like our interactive meditation is in opioid addiction clinics. And we're doing research with some of them now in the US. And it's not just ours. I mean, other techniques would work too. But, and when I talked to the psychiatrist and the psychologist said, how can the results be so powerful that when you incorporate 30 to 60 minutes a day of meditation and biofeedback, you have such great results and dropout rates and sobriety rates. And they said, well, a lot of, not all, but a lot of addiction and other challenges are tied to trauma, either pain that's, you know, from childhood or other, other times. And a lot of people who suffer from trauma, to your point, they try to avoid and displace and, and turn to drugs or alcohol or other things. Uh, in addition, they tend to have very high anxiety over that, you know, and, and fear. And so by training people to see their, like, see their nervous system on a screen, all of a sudden see this environment where they can breathe and start to become aware, which is a little freaky at first, of their thoughts and feelings and physical sensations and how their breathing can um, regulate their nervous system and their heart rate and their stomach because it's all, it's all tied together, right, uh, with the nervous system. Uh, it's quite powerful. And then the amazing thing is not only do they learn relaxation, self-regulation, but then the therapy and the group therapy and the other elements of these programs is more effective because they're in a more rational frontal lobe state um, you know, and they can actually start to get to some of the root cause of the trauma or, you know, how their limiting beliefs or what might have happened in childhood. So I think back to getting to awareness and mindfulness and this um, relaxed nervous system state can be very powerful. However, people do it. There's so many different techniques to do it in even very serious health, you know, mental health challenges, uh, whereas historically it was just treated with drugs. Awesome, man. Yeah, those are, those are all really great points. And, and what it just brings back for me is just getting back into the body. You yes. Know? Um, yes. I've heard before that our body is uh, like has, let's say, 100 gigs of memory, right? Or yeah. 100 terabytes. And as you go through the day, it's storing all that memory in the body. So if you have a traumatic experience, it might be stored here. And we're not learning how to kind of clear the memory, right? We're, we're yeah. storing it, but we're never looking at that thing again because that thing sucked and we, we don't want it there. But if we can look at it and, and learn yeah. how to remove it, then we can clear out that data and that experience. Yes. And, and so what's happening, I think that in our world in general is we're focused on the external, the external goal, the, the item, the car, the money, the thing. And we're so far from actually in our bodies and yes. turning the lens into what are we doing? What are you thinking? How are you feeling? And yes. those things are so secondary and it doesn't make any sense. We've got to, we got to use the science now to train ourselves to come back into the body, which is the technology and it's got all the answers that we need. Yeah. Well, you're dead on. And that's why I was lucky enough to do a half day session with Dr. Gabor Mate once. And that guy is one of my idols. If you haven't read his stuff, um, he's, he's like an expert on trauma and addiction he's Canadian, but uh, that's it. He went around the room and everyone feeling anxious, feeling like, Hey, where are you feeling that in your body? Oh, it's in my chest. And I said, okay, let's go there. Let's take some time, go inward. And he would just work and, and work through the body. Right. Cause uh, so I think, I think you're, you're dead on with that. Yeah. Awesome, man. Um, <clears throat> okay. So, well, one, I want to interview that guy. So maybe you can, yeah, have, um, he's amazing. Um, two, 
now is the time for you have all the studies and this is what I've been thinking. So for the people who are like logical, you, you, you've, you inherited some of the work, some of the IP, there's so much study on meditation yeah. and what it can do. So what are some of the most, uh, for you, astonishing studies or, or ones that really like, this is, this is for real because the thing, you know, and that's what I'm trying to do with sport, right? It's, it, it makes no sense to me that they don't teach the mental game. Every great yeah. athlete and coach is like, yes, it's all mental. It's like, okay, you know, now go run laps. Now go lift weights. Now go do this. And it's like, yeah. where's, where's the mindfulness coach? Where's, why is that not here? You know what I mean? It's the most important part. Um, yes. So we need that science. So for you, you know, what are some of the most astonishing studies that, you know, prove that this stuff actually works? Yeah, it's a great question. So we actually were so interested in the research, even though I agree it, can, it goes beyond the research. And just because there isn't research on something doesn't mean it doesn't work. It just means the research isn't there yet. But um, so we actually did a couple of things. One, when we bought Wild Divine, they had had 100 research studies that had somehow involved Wild Divine products or mentioned Wild Divine over a decade. So we did a whole literature review. We pulled all that together. We worked with the researcher. And we were just blown away by how much research there was. And, you know, a few examples, you know, they had done research using our old products in the Mayo Clinic with ER nurses. And I think, you know, if you think of professions that are, were stressed, and I agree, I mean, stress is one of the biggest drivers of chronic disease. In fact, when the chief officer of the Cleveland Clinic, I heard him speak, and he talked about what has basically caused, you know, chronic disease is responsible for 86% of the cost of the US healthcare system of the 3.5 trillion a year, it's 86% is chronic disease and 70% of deaths every year are from chronic disease. And when he said they had done a 10-year research study on the Cleveland Clinic patients, you know, it was a lot of the basic lifestyle habits and changes that really made a difference. And the top two, he said, if you could somehow figure out how to reduce your stress, which can be very hard, that has a huge impact on every aspect of life and every potential chronic disease. And if you can walk five or 10,000 steps a day, you know, that has a huge impact on you in many ways in reversing or preventing chronic disease. There's obviously a lot more you can do, but he was just kind of those, pick one or those, one of those two, create a habit out of it, and then go on to the next one. Uh, but yeah, so, so the research, um, so these nurses you know, have very stressful jobs as do doctors, so it was very interesting to see how this helped them kind of manage their stress when they where obviously you can't change the fact that they have to work hard and they have stressful situations with their patients, but spending you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes a day going into a quiet room, just taking a little mindfulness break, breathing, watching these beautiful nature scenes was able to calm them down and reduce their level of stress and increase their resilience. Um, there were a bunch of interesting studies with teenagers and, and, and kids uh, with ADHD, anxiety, aggression, um, both in the U.S. And, and Europe, whereby, you know, using these types of techniques for, you know, several weeks significantly decreased anxiety and aggression, increased focus, creativity, et cetera. Um, there were some really interesting studies done, as I mentioned, kind of in the addiction area, which we're just diving more into now, um, you know, in, in great places like, you know, Yale's Youth Anxiety Clinic did, did work on this and children's hospitals. And so uh, the interesting thing here is, you know, meditation, mindfulness can cut across almost anything because when you bring that awareness and you allow the body to get into that regenerative state, it can only help. I mean, we were just contacted recently by cancer, one of the top cancer institutes in the U.S. to do research on, not that 
not that, you know, this takes the place necessarily of chemotherapy, but when someone's going through a cancer treatment program, you know, a big part of it is they're really stressed. They're struggling. It's, it's, it's painful. It's challenging. So taking them through a program during and after treatment, which has significant outcomes, uh, you know, and, and helps them just kind of figure out how to better manage the stress, have more perspective, uh, very powerful because everyone's going to have stress. I don't believe that it's possible to have a stress-free world, which a lot of people talk about. I think there's going to be stress. There are going to be challenges, as we said before, um, how we handle those, how we, how we train people to handle those is very important. Um, we're very passionate about helping kids too, which is why, you know, a lot of our games now are not necessarily, you know, kids games, but what we're looking at now in the next generation, we've had a lot of feedback from youth psychologists and psychiatrists saying, Hey, can you create more kid versions of games? Not necessarily shooter games, but like fun games that kids can play with biofeedback so that they can actually, you know, use technology for good. And I think you nailed it using the science and technology for good. You know, people are already on these devices all, all day long. They're using technology. It's having some positive effects, a lot of negative effects. And how can we actually bridge the gap, especially with younger people who, you know, are going to be on these devices no matter what, how can we give them a tool where it's using the technology they know, speaking the language they speak to help them, learn some of these skills. Because if we can teach these kids skills early on in life, I think it can have a significant effect on their lives to make them more resilient and to handle issues without maybe going all the way in terms of having a really difficult mental illness or tough situation or suicide. Uh, because a lot of that is their perspective at that point in time and their ability to adapt and cope. So we're really passionate about that. I mean, my son is nine. He has a lot of anxiety and some sensory challenges and constantly trying to figure out ways to help him regulate his nervous system through, through this device and many other approaches um, to try to help him, you know, uh, be in a, in a less reactive state. So, uh, yeah, so the research I think is important, but to your point, it's also how you feel, you know, that's why we like the art and the science. And we are uh, just starting some other research studies in the areas of anxiety and addiction a few other areas so we'll continue to do that but uh, I think the and we also have a meditation research report that we just did as part of our Kickstarter rewards where we pull together hundreds of studies around meditation's effect on depression anxiety stress sleep and memory and I can share a copy of you with you and, and your listeners if you want but uh, it's pretty powerful how it goes through the how, how the stress effect works on the body and how meditation offsets that. So I think the research is fully there and it's caught up if people need that as validation. And now it's really about how do we help as many people as possible take that first step towards uh, trying some of these techniques out. Yeah, man, I love all that. Well, yeah, as far as the, the research goes, the way that I kind of see it is that, you know, if you want strong legs, squats, you know, and yeah. You know, if I'm learning something, I was like, I'll just do the squats and see if it works, yeah. you know, and mindfulness and meditation was something that I did through martial arts and just knew that it worked. But, you know, we're trying to get people in the game. The research is there. And I really like uh, and am grateful that you're doing work with kids because, again, as an athlete thing is the kids, you know, yeah. you teach them these things, then they have them forever. It's a perspective. You know, a kid who can clear his mind. So the way that I kind of share it is like, if you're going to do a basketball shot, learn to clear your mind, take three deep breaths, somebody who can clear their mind and can't. It's a fundamental shift in consciousness. 
to yeah. visualize the shot going in that you're the creator, you influence your reality. And the third yeah. part is if you miss the shot, what's the most powerful and positive perspective that you can have in that situation, you know, yeah. your self-worth and you always get to choose your perspective. Um, so your self-worth isn't on the line. If you fail, fail is just a part of it. It's the experience. Yeah. And so we learn to have these different lenses. And if we can empower kids with things like this, mindfulness, technology, gamification, those lenses that are more supportive to navigate our existences, right? Right now we have these lenses and perspectives that are culturally, um, you know, kind of across the board that aren't supportive, that, that create competition, uh, you know, fear, um, survival, right? And, and we can't uh, function. There's, there's some studies and I don't philosophy or whatever about just being stuck in the survival state. And we can't be trusting in the universe, thriving, joyous, excited, and then worried we're going to die at the exact same time. You yes. know, the saber tooth tire, we don't function as well. And it screws up our body. It's not supposed to stay there. And what's happening is we're getting these little flips throughout the day that just trigger us back into that trigger us back into it. So we need to kind of go the other way with it. Um, so I'm, I'm really grateful you're going to be working with kids. And, and I think that the gamification is super important and that now we, we are at a time where we can use technology for good back only 10 years ago, maybe even more or less or whatever. It's like, as interviewed and they're like, okay, Matt, like you do lots of meditations, like give us the, give us the rundown on how do we meditate. And every time I hear that question, I find it hilarious. It's like, sit down and shut up. And, and I think it's like a comic that I saw once. And I think it's just like meditation teacher. And it was like a dog to the person. You just go sit. <laughs> just, that's it. And, and that was the way, but that was the hard way. You know, that was the harder way. We're not sure if we're doing anything. We're not sure if the squat is working, right? Mm -hmm. But now through gamification, biofeedback and technology, number one, it's way more enjoyable. Two, yeah. your brain is producing those states and you know it. Yes. And, and three, it's way easier and way more yeah. fun. You know, it's, yes, you know, sure. you should just sit down. There's no reason you should be in business. But yeah, there is a reason you should be in business. Yeah. <laughs> it's like everybody sits down. It's like, you know what? We're going to make it fun. And, you know, and everyone can get in, right? And then once they yeah. use that, maybe they'll, you'll, they'll go out and be like, oh, I'm not going to use. It's kind of like training wheels. Yeah, I agree. You know? Yeah, it's training. I, you're dead on. It's training wheels. It's an awareness tool. It's a training tool. If people don't have to use it for life, that's cool. Um, a lot of the clinics we're in. You know, people rotate in every 30 days or 60 days so that it's fresh for them and then they can use it at home if they want. But uh, it's, a, it's habit creation, right? Just like MBSR, mindfulness-based stress reduction, they do that for, I think, uh, six to eight weeks, you know, six times, eight weeks, six times a day, and then it turns into a habit. And uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, the other thing is, how is it transferable to daily life? You know, because I think that's where I struggled too. I was deep in my meditation practice. Then I'd come out of it feeling great. And then my wife or my son would remind me by the end of the day, say, yeah, you're, you're, you're angry. You're aggressive. You're, you're, you're stressed. Like what happened? I was like, well, life happened, I guess. And so how you eventually train yourself to be able to come back to the breath, come back to, you know, close your eyes, take a few breaths, go inward, get grounded again, get into that resonance state. We call it resonance, uh, resonance state um, to, uh, you know, during the day to day to taking mindful breaks. So I think one of the big things is, yeah, there's a training tool. Then how do you keep, make that transferable to 
life when you're out there facing the challenges you're going to face and uh, keeping that in mind. And we've heard many examples, whether it's our tools or others, where after people train on this for a while, they're in a stressful situation where in the past they would have lost it or been really heightened or had some physical issues. And they re remember, you know, okay, I know the breathing technique. I'm going to go back in the breathing, close my eyes, imagine that kind of scene. And, you know, every breath, it's a new chance to come back to the present, to be aware. So the great thing is, and the other thing I learned also is not to be too hard on yourself, like to your point. I mean, you can beat yourself up all day, especially if you come from a competitive background. Oh, I'm not doing well. My score is not good. Uh, but, you know, it's every breath is a new chance. And each breath you come back to the present, that's, a, that's, that's awesome. That's a success. So you can start again every breath. Yeah, and I think that's a really good point to kind of end on, or not end on, but yeah. to finish that uh, quote or sentence because yeah. – uh, failure is like a perspective, you know, like yeah. failure is part of it. You know, that's why skateboarding, I think Jordan Peterson, somebody told me his book has a, has a chapter and it's like, don't bug kids while they're skateboarding. And, and the idea, what I've learned through skateboarding, is just failure. You know, like some, some of they'll see me fall and like, Oh, he fell. I was like, bro, 90% of this crap is failure. Yeah. So if we can add these lenses and if we can incorporate that into the, the mindfulness world and, and make it, you know, really fun and engaging and inviting for people where the old style was, you know, go just sit down in a quiet room. You know, I kind of was thinking about, you know, and I meditate in many different ways and I yeah. want to use your tool and app because yes. it's both. It's like, I'm, I'm have a reason to get involved and it is interactive and my brain is doing the thing it's supposed to. And then I was kind of thinking about, um, you know, like running, um, I, there's something called running naked or something. And that's just like no iPhone or whatever. And yeah. then now in a few years, it'll be like meditating naked where you just, <laughs> you know, meditate and like, you don't have any singing bowls or no guided meditation, no VR experience. You know, it's like, I'm going to yeah. go, I'm going to go raw in this one. I'm just going to sit there and meditate. Um, but it's beautiful to use technology in that way because, you know, we have science on science on science, but the problem is how do we just get off our butts and use it? Yes. And I, I, I agree with you hundred percent and the naked meditation. I mean, that's what they've been doing for 5,000 years, you know, uh, in the, in the East. Right. And, and it works. And I, I do a lot of naked meditation. You know. <laughs> Uh, but uh, the reality also is that technology is all over the place. People are using it. You know, there's all types of challenges we're facing in our society for many reasons. And if we can use technology and tools and approaches to help people, you know, give them that first step towards, you know, more awareness or mindfulness, I think can be very powerful. In fact, I have not spoken to the Dalai Lama, although he's one of my idols, but uh, there is a quote he did say over a decade ago when he heard about Wild Divine, the precursor to Unite, he said, technology for good. This is the first world's first compassion-based game. Because um, we do get some purists saying to us, hey, this isn't pure, this isn't Vipassana. I'm like, that's, that's awesome. And we wish that everyone in the world could just sit there and meditate, you know, on a, on a rock uh, with no shirt on and with like, you know, you know, in a Zen state. But most people are really suffering and struggling in, in modern society. Mental illness is off the charts and uh, it's showing no signs of slowing down. So if we can provide these tools in a way and bridge the gap, I think uh, it can be very helpful. Um, it's not the holy grail. It's one piece of the puzzle. 
And uh, that's what we're trying to do. Just help one person at a time, starting with ourselves and, and then as many people as we can reach and trying to build a more mindful business a more mindful uh, world, more mindful technology. Awesome, man. Yeah, that's really great. And you know, what, what your story really brings up for me is just like, you know, when I'm talking to people or having these conversations, one of the quotes is that, you know, to change the world, change your world. And so in the way that you're operating and coming back to, you know, who am I, what is important to me? Um, What do I want to contribute? Right. Those are honest and unique for you. Right. And so you, you figure that out, but ultimately whether your business is a hundred billion dollars, you sell 10, right. It's, it's now your creation and it doesn't need to be big and world changing. And ideally it can be. And you're talking about the effort of getting it out there, you know, and it's like, this is, this is the thing that in my world, right. Each individual's world, I am feeling fulfilled. I am feeling aligned. I am feeling on purpose and you've changed the world. Yes. And then that example, when you connect to that, that oddly enough, you come to the thing that supports your community, right? And you do the best you can to offer that to the community, but you're fulfilled at the same time. Yes. You know? And so yes. it's just a beautiful example of that. I love that. If, if we could start, I love how these like unify.org and these other groups are doing like these global meditations at times getting, you know, millions of people to meditate at the same time, you know, to raise energy. But I think if, if we could start every day, like we do at Unite 10 minute meditations every morning, um, you know, we have sort of, you know, the music bowls and such, but like uh, if, if every person could, you know, up to them obviously, but could start every day with even five minutes or 10 minutes of quiet time before they get going into the craziness of the world and all the external stimuli and, and uh, everything they have to do, just to, just to get inward, get clarity to your point around, you know, what's important to me? Why am I here? How do I want to spend my energy and, and time today? And what's my intention? Uh, I think um, that would go a long way towards, you know, not only helping those people, but then having a, a you know, better, a better world in many ways. And it, it's, it's, you know, it's crazy because you think we have 24 hours in a day and that's a lot of time a lot of minutes just five or ten minutes a day can really make a huge difference and that's what i try to tell people when they're skeptical like just try five minutes a day you know even advisors of ours ex kind of cmos of big companies you know they're like well i don't buy this stuff you know they come try five minutes okay fine they try five minutes after a week or two they're like wow this is changing everything i feel better i feel i my days are kind of more focused and I kind of have clarity around some of the people I want to spend time with and people I don't and what I want to do. And, you know, it's, it's a very powerful tool, even just a few minutes a day. Yeah, exactly. And, and not to kind of devalue that just five minutes, you know, because you're, you're doing something, you're giving yourself a little space. And I think that most people, um, I use this example quite a bit, but we wake up and then the brain turns on and we're out of bed and we're to the coffee machine and we're, we're, you know, on the, on the social media and then we're rushing to work and we, you know, we got the sandwich or maybe we forgot the apple today (laughs) because adding fruits and vegetables and then you just keep going. Right. And you never give yourself that time to stop. And that's when the body becomes robotic and that's when you're being used. Now slave is a tough term for it. We we don't want to go that hard 
but you're basically being compelled into a space and time that you yeah. don't want to be in. Yes, it's on and autopilot. So yeah. It's on autopilot. You're just yeah. running and running and running. And so just give yourself those spaces to reflect. Yes. And yes. you can go into your job with appreciation, but now you're going to add some new lenses because you do create your reality. If yes. you get fired, you're going to find a new job um, and give yourself lots of time. Don't, you know, it's not going to change it over a week, but like if you want to upgrade your job or your life, give yourself five years of time. You know, who am I? What do I want to give yourself a lot of time to, to make that transition. But if you don't think about it, can't happen, not going to happen. And mm -hmm. if you're and then you can go into your job and your, your surroundings with gratitude, you know, and this, this really focused presence is, you know, yes, like I'm so grateful for all these things that this does. And now I'm going to add more of this because I create my reality and I'm really defining my values for what I want to experience in life and, and put those most important things first. Right. And not that, not that uh, secondary thing. So when mm -hmm. you talk about sales, it reminds me of working in cars. It's so funny. They're like, but I was in there, they're just like, okay. Um, you know, you sell, let's say the world record for the cars is like, you know, 10 cars in the month, right? You could sell like 200. They'd be like, yeah. Yeah, you got 200. Okay, first day of the month, what are you going to do? How are you going to get 201? It's like, do you realize yeah. I broke the record by like 6,000%? They won't even care, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because they're on this repetitive accumulation cycle. And it's really important to understand that that cycle, you cannot find fulfillment. I don't think. I don't think in the acquisition of anything external, you're going to find that piece. And that's why I say enlightenment is kind of the two things where you're taking responsibility for everything that's in your life, just because you can come from a creator role, not that it made sense or that you deserved it or whatever. You just, okay, cool. This happened. How do I create from this? And two, you think about what you can contribute because if you're thinking about, you know, the competitive is how do I take from you? right? How do I take? But if you think about what can I give? And if you could give everything selflessly, actually, you know what I mean? And it doesn't mean you go and, you know, you don't interpret it as like emptying your bank account for everybody, but you're giving of your time. You're aware. Like, how do I serve my community? And then that's really going to line up because nature and the universe is cooperative, right? Some, some of it's competitive for sure. But I think that as an intelligent species, if we can be cooperative, you know, that's where we're going to be moving, you know, helping a hand up because it's really just a choice. Um, mm -hmm. But one provides you with fulfillment and the other one is you're just going to feel like something's missing the whole time because if you're taking from people, then somebody's going to be taking from you. But if you give, you know, that's what you're going to find in your reality. Yes, I agree. So I didn't ask a question there, but <laughs> oh, that, that, was, that was great. Yeah. Um, man, it's been really a pleasure having you on. Um, I, th I love what you're doing with Unite. I wish you all of this success in the world. And, and I'm grateful that you had that experience to bring you over here and get all that um, influence and intelligence and expertise over to doing something incredible. Before we go, is there anything that you want to share that I didn't ask um, that you want to bring up or, or uh, just closing thoughts if there's nothing there? No, I'd say uh, very grateful to spend this time with you, Matt, and, and your, your listeners and people who uh, follow you. And uh, I'm just happy to, I'm very grateful to kind of be here every day and to wake up and do what I'm passionate about and try to help people. And uh, you know, whether you come at it from the spiritual side or the scientific side, for whatever reason, and science is trying to figure this out, 
you know, the mind and the body want to be present. They want to be mindful. They want to be aware. And when you are aware, you're healthier in general, more peaceful, more joyful. And so I think the more we can spread the word through great people like you and everything we're trying to do and others, the better. Uh, I think we'll, you know, as you said, people will become more aware. Uh, it'll help them in their lives and their families' lives, their communities and their businesses. I think there is a way to kind of have purpose plus profit and, you know, impactful socially driven businesses uh, that can do, do well financially to pay the bills and pay people and help them live their lives, but also that can really make an impact. And I think uh, that's what we're trying to do. So really appreciate the opportunity. If people want to learn more about what we're doing, I didn't get to show sort of demos or things because I, I didn't show, but uh, you can go to unite.com, U-N-Y-T-E.com. Check us out, reach out, give us thoughts, feedback, suggestions. We're, we're all ears. And uh, yeah, once again, thank you so much for having me. Awesome, man. Thanks so much. Well, as you were saying that, what I wanted to ask, so I'm not going to shut it down, is yeah. talk about some of the experiences on the app because um, you know maybe you can guide some of those things. So for me, doing meditation for a long time, there's all of these different ways that we can do it. Um, yeah. And they're all really, really valuable. And really, it's it's applying that uh, intention and focus to make yeah. it real within the body. So when I'm teaching an athlete, it's like, this is the trick, you know, we're going to go into a meditative state and we're going to focus on that. Dr. Joe Dispenza has, um, health, right? So if you're sick, you're focusing on being healthy and it can be very powerful. Um, it could be energy around money. It could be more peace, but when you put yourself into that state and you're focusing on that energy, your body's actually generating that. So yes. if you want to go into some experience, and we'll say that was a, a false shutdown and, and yeah. dive back in. Um, feel free to share some of those experiences so people can get an idea. Well, yeah. So I think uh, what's pretty cool, so we have this device, the IM2, which, as I said, measures off the ear heart rate variability, and then it transmits that to you know any, any device, laptop, tablet, smartphone. Here's just an example of one of our content apps called Relaxing Rhythms 2. And basically... We have a series of different apps and experiences. Some are pure guided meditations with famous guides like John Kabat-Zinn and Tara Brack and Rick Hansen to guide you through these, ex these um, wonderful guided meditations while you kind of learn certain breathing techniques and see your, your resonance score, which is your nervous system state. And then others are pure interactive games and experiences where you may have to you know, fly a hot air balloon over or open a door or a snake will come at you and you have to be meditative and try to get the snake to go away. Uh, you have to build a bridge to a beautiful land and, 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 and go across. We also have a VR virtual reality application that we're just finalizing called Five Elements where we go through the five elements of the universe. So picture you start off on a boat, there's a storm that hits, you look around, it's very realistic. The waves are crashing, you know, there's rains falling, lightning. And as you get your resonance score to a higher score, you know, the waves calm, the sun comes out, the birds come out, the fish come out and you navigate to shore and then move on to the next part of being in like a, a Zen kind of garden and, and temple. So all types of, I mean, what we say is they're very beautiful, relaxing music, nature scenes mostly. They're interesting and challenging, but not overly stressful because we're not trying to stress people out. We're trying to get them into some sort of slightly challenged state um, and relaxed state and then, and then have them work on calming themselves down. So, um, you know, there's all, there's 
well over a hundred different experiences across of our across our content apps. And when you buy Unite, you basically buy the device and you subscribe to the content. You get one device that works across laptop and mobile and tablet. You get one login to access any of our content, and you get one dashboard where you can track your progress over time or where a, a clinician or a doctor can track the patient's progress. So it's one device, one login, all these experiences and one dashboard. It's pretty, uh, pretty robust in that way. And we're looking for feedback and ideas for other types of content experiences we can create too. Cause now that our version one is kind of out there, we're excited to listen to people get feedback and the world is really wide open in terms of what types of content we, we can create back to your point type, what types of experiences, what types of breathing techniques, uh, we can use. So we're excited. We're in the early days of our journey here, but uh, lots of uh, exciting things to come. That's awesome. And where would you, you know, if you could see the company in 10 years and I'm a genie and I can give you any resource <laughs> and anything that you need, what would, what would you like to see? Well, I have a pretty big vision for Unite. So I would say I would love us to be, you know, a company that provides a suite of call them mind tech solutions. So I think, you know, um, whether it's hardware, software, research, education, training tools for consumers, professionals, clinicians, schools, universities, uh, hospitals, prisons, where it might be, you know, I'd love to be able to have a suite of solutions that could help different types of people going through different types of challenges along the whole spectrum from really severe challenging mental illness to improving your mental health or physical health to performance. Cause you know, we know a lot of athletes use this sort of stuff as well. So I would say really reaching as many people as possible out there around the world with a suite of mind tech, you know, solutions uh, that really can help that will have helped millions and millions of people um, raise their awareness, you know, and, uh, be more mindful and present and connect with their true selves. Uh, that's really the, the vision and to help not to do it for them, to guide them to these tools and techniques so they can, to your point, be empowered to um, help themselves and heal themselves and live healthier and more joyful lives and fulfilling lives and enlightened lives. That's the broad vision that may take a lifetime or many lifetimes to, uh, to uh, fulfill. That's amazing, man. I love that. Um, so I'm going to give you two very easy, small questions before yes. uh, we yes. go. Um, <laughs> one is um, if you could, if you could give a belief when you were going through the, the limiting beliefs, if you could empower all of humanity with one belief that you think would be the most important belief, what would that belief be? There's so many, but the big one, big one for me and for, I think humanity would be, your value is not tied to what you do. Your value is tied to who you are and tied to that. You are, you are already everything you're meant to be. So I think if we can take the pressure off ourselves and realize that we are who we are and we have our true selves, it's not about what we do. If we do things to be of service, that's great. But I think that really changes the perspective on what's important in life and, and takes a lot of the noise away. I think so many people are struggling because they're caught up in the competition and instead of as Dan C, Dr. Dan Siegel who's also brilliant said in one of his lectures we're being taught if we're two candles you know to kind of lean over and 
blow the other candle out of the size. If we could actually just look at the candle, see their suffering, lean over and light their wick, light them, we would change the world. So I think you know, value is tied to who you are, how we're of service, how we help people, not what we do. That's Beautiful. a big one. Yeah, I love that, man. Um, and then the second small question, <laughs> which I yeah. um, um, you had the near-death experience, you go back. So for you, what is the meaning of life? Meaning of life. Wow, that's a big one. <laughs> uh, well, I would say for me, my meaning, my purpose in life is to use my gifts to help people, uh, you know, connect with their true selves and live their purpose and live happier, healthier lives. Um, you know, I think more broadly, as far as I can tell from the hundreds of books I've read and the experiences I've had in the last couple of years, and it's still early on in my evolution here on this side of the fence, is uh, it's really to fully experience you know, everything in, in, in life in, in this kind of um, three-dimensional universe that we're living in, uh, to learn, to experience, to connect, to love, to have compassion, and uh, to be yourself. Uh, that's a lot of the intention is just be myself, be yourself, whoever that is. Amazing, man. Very beautiful answers. I'm so glad we went Thank and you. we got that, that addition. Um, it's been a privilege to talk to you and I love your work and I wishing you all the success. So where can people find you and explore this unite.com? Yeah. com. You can find us there and we're happy to talk to anyone. Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate you. You're doing amazing work. And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. You too. Thank you so much. Take care, Matt. See you, brother. Bye. All right, guys, that wraps up part two. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. If you like the episode and you want to support, you can do that on patreon.com forward slash Matt Belair. Even a dollar would go a long way. So if you want to support for just a buck, even if a small segment of the audience does that, it really does help. So please go over there and take an action. And thank you so much for those of you who've taken action and supported me on Patreon. It does go a long way and I really, truly appreciate it. Um, you can also share this episode, but most importantly, do an act of kindness. Don't tell anyone, just do one act of kindness today. Hold the door open, pay it forward, um, say a kind word, write a letter to somebody you haven't talked to in a while in appreciation, um, volunteer your time, give some money to a homeless, just one kind act today. Um, and that will be amazing. That's a great way to, uh, to, to contribute, to listening to the podcast, to, you know, support the podcast, support what we're doing. You know, it's all just great words, but if you can take an action, then the podcast is actually doing something. So in that action, you'll find mastery. Um, if you want to go to check out my sponsors, Perium and Sync Tuition, hit up bit.ly forward slash gamma waves bit.ly forward slash activate health and you'll get a $50 gift card to premium products and you also get three free binaural beat tracks so they're amazing support the sponsors support the show um, and if you want to get the Zen Athlete book, check it out. It is really a guide to self-mastery. You want it. Um, if anybody from the podcast buys it, I'll send you some of the web, web stuff. If you have a son or daughter that's an athlete, they need to read this. It's truly uh, a book of self-mastery to make them better at sport, but also take those tools into um, basically what it teaches you to do is define any goal, um, give you the best strategies and techniques to get that goal, uh, to overcome any obstacles, uh, physical, emotional, mental, limiting beliefs, install the beliefs that you want, 
out and give you strategies to get there quickly um, and easily and to enjoy the process, to enjoy the journey. So really, Zen life, Zen music, uh, Zen business, it does not matter. It is the tools to self-mastery. So check that out. Um, and just thank you guys so much for listening. Um, sign up for the email list at mattbelair.com. And if you want a free lucid dreaming, just go forward slash lucid dreaming. And that's it. Share the episodes with your friends. Give somebody a hug. Be kind. Be awesome. You're amazing. Enjoy this life. And uh, before we close, I'll just go three deep breaths into a, in a, in a state of appreciation and gratitude. So wherever you are in the world, stop whatever you're doing. Taking a deep breath in through your nose. Hold that breath and just begin to focus your attention on your heart and the feeling of appreciation and gratitude for life. Just maybe it's a friend, a family, for having a house, for having food, for having eyesight, for having two legs, for having two arms, for having hands. If you didn't have them, you'd really appreciate them. Um, Let that breath out slowly with all the cares and all the worries of the day. Take another deep breath in through your nose and this time really just double the feeling of gratitude and appreciation for life, for what you have. Uh, Be grateful for a car, be grateful for your family, be grateful for um, being able to go outside, for nature, for air, um, for your freedom to move as you wish. And just let that breath out slowly with all the cares and all the worries of the day. Now taking one more deep breath in through the nose and just hold this breath. And I want you to send out love and appreciation and gratitude to all beings on the podcast, to everybody in the world. And I'm sending out all of my energy, my love, my encouragement, my support for you to remember that you are whole, balanced, harmonious, happy, beautiful, perfect, just as you are, that you are a creator being, even though sometimes it might get stressful that you are not alone that you do have family here there's energy there's spirit there's force watching out for you cheering you on and there's nothing that you can do um that uh, is you know terribly wrong and you won't be forgiven it's really a learning ground and you're just here to do your best and to make a difference in whatever way you can uh, don't put the whole world on your shoulders and uh, just sending you lots of love and and gratitude and i just hope that your day is well i hope that you have the strength and courage to overcome come whatever obstacles come your way and uh, just tons of love and appreciation so have a tremendous day and I'll see you in the next episode